0: You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while.
1: Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today's episode is our annual year in review, which I can't believe we're already doing, where we look back on all the best and worst of 2023. We will revisit our intention words for the year, talk about the best of 2023, and what made us laugh, cry, and everything in between. So let's just get started by revisiting our one word intentions for 2023 and how they served us. What was your word? How did setting that intention impact your year or not?
0: My word this year was abundance.
1: Ah, yes. And
0: I chose this word because in moments of parenting stress or maybe in a particular situation of like feeling eager to do a house project. I've mm-hmm. been really enjoying doing projects around our house. But if if we couldn't do a project quite yet, I wanted to shift my mindset and instead focus on all the abundance that I have across my life. So I really liked that word. And I did think about this word throughout the year. I do think there would be times where I would forget about it completely, mm-hmm. but it would come back to me you mm-hmm. know, every few months or something like that. And when I did think about it, I would just immediately be filled with such gratitude and peace. And I just, I I have like such good feelings around Mm -hmm. the word now. I really love that it also fits any situation really just beyond those like parenting stress or house projects. Like I mentioned, I feel like you can just apply it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I've really enjoyed reflecting on just kind of all the, all those different kinds of abundance in my life. And looking back, it was an abundant year in many ways. So I tried to think about a few. We had many family adventures. I came into more time when Maeve started preschool Mm full-time this school year at the boys' school. I felt especially appreciative of deep friendships this year. I felt abundant in health for myself and Chris We did several small house projects around the house that I feel like have made me appreciate our just financial abundance and being able to live in such a comfortable home Mm -hmm. that we love. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just really enjoyed reflecting on that.
1: Okay. My word was tend, which I got from, I got the initial inspiration from Lazy Genius podcast when she was talking about having more of a energy focus on tending things like over time than like fixing things yeah, once yeah. and for all mm-hmm. and I will be honest with you I don't think it served me very much okay I just because if it didn't even I literally couldn't even remember it for <laughs> we, certain we just had to look it yeah up. I had to double check um I wanted it to be this whole idea of like there's a lot of love and creativity in tending something versus just like Fixing it to get it done, and I was thinking particularly about relationships and the house and whatever. And I, I guess I did do some of that, but I don't think it, it was really connected to the word. I think I did lean into some friendships even deeper this year. I think that um, things with the girls and parenting, I've taken on much more of a like, what is the word? Like it's there are these little relationships that mm-hmm. we're building, and it's going to be a long game perspective, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I'm saying instead of like. They're these humans to have a relationship with instead of a problem to be fixed, you know, so that I think overall I did work on that this year, but it's just one of those years, which Mm -hmm. sometimes they're like that, where it's like, oh, my word was like, eh, Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, didn't stick with me very much. So yeah, that happens. Yep. Okay, sometimes I find it helpful in life when we seem to have a never-ending to-do list to look back at a period of time and instead make a to-da list. I love this. And this is helpful for me who tends to rebel against too many expectations. So it's more helpful to me to just see how much of something I can compile. So a list of everything that you were able to accomplish or that you feel proud of this year. So let's share our to-da lists for 2023.
0: This is very fun. And I to think of this, I went and scrolled back through all my photos this year. That Love kind that. of helped yeah. me remember what happened. So I have kind of a long list, so I'll try to go through them quickly. Potty trained Maeve. Huge. Gold star. Yeah. For our house in Eau Claire, I navigated some really challenging tenant situations, and we now have great tenants. Yes. And all is well. Feels good. really good. We went hiking as a family a few times. I organized, and then we took a great family road trip to Utah, and along the way, we saw the Grand Canyon and Zion National Park. That was really it. fun. I have already beat my goal this year of exercising 185 times. I think I'm on track to work out around 200 times. Nice. I track that on my tracker. Mm-hmm. That's been very satisfying to see. I took the boys camping on my own for the first time with some other also moms. huge. Yes. Yeah. Organized like a moms and kids camp out. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chris and I really deepened our marriage this year. Just It was just so wonderful. And just kind of unexpectedly, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say our marriage was already in this great place, mm-hmm. but we just found great quality time together. We were able to take two trips together. And we just have had so many great conversations throughout the year Good. that I am so thankful mm-hmm. for. I implemented a morning checklist system for the boys that is helping make our mornings go a bit okay. smoother. We made progress on one of our kids having trouble going to sleep, and also I think some progress around some challenging behavior for one mm-hmm. of them. Just a lot of thought, a lot of effort and time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we transitioned Maeve to preschool at our neighborhood yeah. school. It was a big transition, a big change, yeah. but with a lot of, a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. I figured out how to do Maeve's hair in the morning. This, <laughs> is, huge. It. this is, it is huge, this is a recent win. The answer is Paw Patrol. Oh, okay. Set her up with. She just had to do some, some like habit pairing, huh? Yeah, and she just needs to be totally engaged, right, and not be have a capacity to fight about it, right? And then it's fine because if she fights too much, she can't pay attention to her Yes, show. <laughs> and this honestly is like a parenting lesson for me too. That is something I'm thinking about heading into 2024. I do think there are like these shoulds or standards, especially around parenting, mm-hmm. that I can hold on to so like strongly. before you even know
1: why you're holding on to my own detriment yeah. Yeah.
0: it's fine if she's like watches. limiting screen time yeah. for example yeah it's fine if she watches a 20 minute show right if this benefit is right. i get to do her hair so it's right. up and out of the way mm-hmm. it like works great she right. does that that's all we do right then we happily go to school so anyway
1: that was kind of a big win across uh-huh. the board sometimes those things <laughs> just figuring out what is gonna work feels yes. like the big win yeah huge And then
0: my last one, I have launched my very first workshop. I have wanted to write a workshop for a long time. It's called Your Year to Shine, A Goals Workshop. And for anyone who hasn't heard, this is a two-hour live goal-setting workshop where I will be leading participants through setting goals for 2024 that match your season of life. What's important for you? I will include a link in the show notes with more information, but I am so excited about the content. It's going to be amazing. I'm very
1: passionate about goals, as
0: you know. You guys,
1: if you are new here especially, <laughs> trust and believe you want to learn this from Kelsey. Like, Thank you. You need to sit at her feet and listen <laughs> about the goals.
0: Thank you. So that just, um, I'm really excited about it, and it's a big accomplishment for me because I've been wanting to do that yeah. for a few years. So proud of you. Thank Love you. That.
1: Okay, so for my list, I mean, this is both of us, but we made 27 episodes of the Girl Next Door podcast, High five. including <laughs> this one, plus lots of bonus content for patreon and we kind of purposely upped that a little bit this year and we're trying to you know more and more ways to bring Mm -hmm. you guys more and that just feels really good to be able to give back that way and also just put out content that we're super proud of and it takes a lot of work and dedication and this is our 10th season yeah and it feels really good to be at the end of it and like hey we did that um I homeschooled for another whole calendar year now at this point. So we finished up fourth and fifth grade in the spring and started fifth and sixth grade and just finished our first semester. Well, we'll be finishing our first semester with that soon. Um, And that feels weirdly, knock on wood, easy right now. Mm. Like the, I shouldn't say easy. Maybe that's not the word. It feels like we've really found our groove. Like it doesn't take as much um, mental effort to get every, you know, there's always something, but it doesn't feel like this all-consuming thing mm-hmm. anymore. It just feels like a part of our life and how we do education and doesn't yeah. feel quite so like intense. Yeah. Um, I am on track to read 80 books this, sc- oh, this year. Right. And that is huge for me. The most I've ever read in a year is 52. Wow. wow
0: that's and that huge. was a
1: stretch. So I set... A goal for my stretch goal for this year was 60 on my Goodreads, which that thing is so motivating to me it and is. I don't know why, but it, is. it really is. It's another like cumulative, like yes. I think that really helps. Um And I actually had to change it to 80 because I had already met it like wow. September or something. What so do you,
0: what do you think is going so well or do I think I'm
1: first of all, keeping closer track. So I'm tracking like if if the girls and I read a book, as long as it's like a chapter book, yep. you know, we are middle grade fiction, whatever, like I count all of that. I think I am putting my phone down more and just realizing I'm a lot less scrolly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And part of that is, you know, I think like just depends on the state of the world at the time, too. Like Mm -hmm. there are times where I just cannot. And so that's helping quite a bit. But yeah, that's the whole goal for me of having a a robust reading life is that it's a better choice for me and my mental health and my empathy in the world than... Some other things I could be doing. So I think yeah. I am choosing that more often. I think using the library more regularly mm-hmm. and giving up on a book quicker. Gotcha.
0: Good I, one. I was yeah. a
1: kind of got to finish it even if I'm hating it and I'm quicker to just be like, nope, I'm like 10% in and I can't get into it. Yes. I'm ditching it. That so, can really waylay
0: you for a while. Yeah. You're and it's, but
1: it's weird because you're like, you have this goal to finish books, but you right. end up finishing more if you let go of more. That's so right. love that. We got our will and oh, all of that updated, which Great. is huge you kind of inspired us to really get serious about that this year so that was at the beginning of the year um we got another dog yes kaya kaya Surprise. is our mini mini labradoodle who kind of fell into our laps and we love her to pieces she did throw up all over my new carpet this morning but we love she her, anyway. ate her breakfast too fast oh. and then was playing roughly with her sister oh man um I redecorated that main like living space, which yeah. has just felt like this thing that I mean, I, I feel so happy to be able to do it. But it's this thing that I've been thinking about for a really long time and kind of how I've always wanted that space to feel. So that feels good. I hosted 20 people for Thanksgiving, yeah. which is the most I've ever done. That feels like a win. Yes. And I, too, just feel like um, Jeremiah and I have had a really hard in some ways, but super good deepening year of our mm. marriage and i love that mm. like there's therapy involved there's other it just has felt like yeah like what y- you said it about chris like you feel like some years it's it's good but then there's these years where you're like wow we really grew yeah. this year as a couple and yes. we all of these things really contributed to like we're in this better place now so mm-hmm. yeah really proud of all that
0: all right we've got a lot of great yeah. to-dos.
1: How about a lightning round of our faves of 2023? Okay. Just a quick, like, best of 2023. Okay. Okay, let's start with books. Best book you read this year.
0: Okay, and by best book, do you mean that I can share four? Because <laughs> <Four. laughs> I have different categories.
1: Yeah, sure. Go for it. Lightning.
0: Okay, I'll try to be okay, quick. Okay, okay. In fiction, I Must Betray You by Ruta Sepidus. Did you read this? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. because I
1: read it. Did you already mm, read it? I don't know which which came first, the chicken or the mm, egg. I read it at the beginning of the year. I think I think it was on my radar from a couple of different places because I've heard somebody say her name okay. that I follow for books to read. I had to look it up, how to say her name.
0: Okay, the little quick synopsis of this, a gut-wrenching, startling window into communist Romania and the citizen spy network that devastated a nation. This book just had me on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. the entire time. Which I knew nothing about that whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so... I was on the edge of my seat, plus learning about a country, its people, the tyranny that they Mm -hmm. endured in recent history, in our lifetimes. That just really opened my eyes. So Mm -hmm. that was a great read. The next fiction book, The Silent Patient. Mm -hmm. It's a shocking psychological thriller of a woman's act of violence against her husband and the therapist obsessed with uncovering her motive. This was just, to me, a delicious reading experience. There is a twist that to me was akin to reading Gone Girl. Ooh, yeah. When an author can lead me in one way and this just completely surprised actually me, surprise you, yeah. I just find that so enjoyable. In nonfiction, I know I waxed poetic about this already on a previous episode, but The Anthropocene Reviewed mm-hmm. by John Green, mm-hmm. that's one I keep thinking about. It's great on audio. There's a, like, a funny, like witty premise of of reviewing everyday things, but it ends up in such this profound and emotional place. And it's one I think anyone would enjoy and I would love to reread it. And then my final one in kid literature is A Castle in the Attic. This is a coming-of-age story about William, his beloved nanny, and a medieval adventure. This is a book I read many times as a kid, and this year when I took the boys camping, we listened to it on Mm -hmm. audio, and we were just all captivated, and it was just this very special
1: reading and parenting experience, nostalgic. I just loved it. Loved that. Mine was Babel by R.F. Quang. I have not read anything like it ever. It made me want to read more like it, but I don't know where I can find it. It was... It was just one of those books where you're like, how in the world did this person bring all of these like profound ideas together with so much creativity? And you know, where you're just like kind of awed by the human brain for a Mm -hmm. minute. That was what this was. And I don't even know exactly how to describe it. I've talked about it on the show before, but I just think that's the one that stands out as the Mm. best one for the year for me.
0: I listened to that and I also really enjoyed it. It had a super interesting premise and I loved just the power of languages and the translation. That was such an interesting just
1: perspective that I hadn't thought about so deeply. And like all of this really interesting like social commentary Mm -hmm. and you know political commentary kind of, but in a very wrapped up in this very compelling story and i just i loved it okay best movie you've seen this year barbie oh i knew it this i knew it i still was, haven't seen
0: it oh
1: erica I know. is it erica. streaming it's streaming now right i'm so sad be. now that we didn't go see it in the theater i know together. i should have gone
0: i should have made a date it's you and jeremiah need to watch it he would love it too okay. it's fun it's funny while having plot and substance great cast great
1: acting great director great music so good i saw it twice Five stars. Five stars. Mine, this was not a movie that came out technically this year. It was last year, but I didn't see it till this year. Okay. And that was Elvis. Oh, gosh. So good. So good. Yep. Just just so good. Just see it. Trust me. See it. Very good. <laughs> okay. Best listen. This could be a song, an album, an audiobook, podcast, something that you had in your ears.
0: I think for me this year, it has been the Ezra Klein Show. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Every time I listen to this, I learn something interesting or gain a new perspective. He has great guests mm-hmm. on. He asks such thoughtful questions. Mm-hmm. A few of my standout favorites this year were the episode about Sabbath and the art of rest. Another one about a new way to think about pain. I actually have recommended that mm-hmm. to people. I actually listened to it with my dad. There was a great one about libraries and book banning. Did you listen to that one? No, I didn't listen to that one. I think you would really like it. It's also with the president of, I think, the American Library Association. Oh, I think we
1: were talking about that one. Yeah,
0: Um, He had some great episodes about AI, which is something I'm not really keeping up with, but Mm -hmm. I know is obviously a really Mm -hmm. big topic. Um, And so I've really enjoyed just informing myself that Mm -hmm. way. And then his recent episodes about the conflict in Israel and Gaza have been just really great I found his own commentary has really captured just the emotions and conflicting emotions that I've been feeling and plus he has had guests on the show to speak from both an Israeli and a Palestinian Mm -hmm. perspective and that's just I think really helped me have a better understanding and Mm -hmm. just like get more context so Mm -hmm. I've really been turning to that love that Um,
1: mine is pantsuit politics as a whole. That that would be second. And and some of the same, like that, was definitely showed up in my Spotify as most listened to. I do not miss an episode. I just think their approach to the news, to politics, to current events, is just so thoughtful, but also fun and entertaining. And their relationship and the ways that they're like and different is so lovely. And it just, I just find them to be this like Sherpa yes to guide me through the craziness that has been yes. the political landscape of the last few years but not in a boring way at all mm-hmm. like I wouldn't consider myself into politics really until this because I listen to a political episode twice a mm-hmm. week and I subscribe to their premium content which is worth every penny also it's mm-hmm. just amazing and I think and then they also do these things that are just so culturally relevant. like they had a one of my favorite episodes this year was Um, in November a guide to enjoying your people like before the holidays and I was like man this is just so good and it's just them having a conversation about like you know what goes into making the holidays with people stressful and how can we bring out the best and enjoy each other and I think it really impacted my Thanksgiving and I just feel like it was really there's so many takeaways in that episode but all of their episodes are like that Mm -hmm. and I just cannot sing their praises Highly enough. Yes. So Thank you, Beth and Sarah. Thank you, formally.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> Love Erica and Kelsey. Yes. When I think about heading into 2024, an election year, and I'll start oh, to feel yeah. a lot of feelings, yeah. I will think, but Sarah and Beth will yes. be there with me, and yeah. that brings me a lot of comfort. No, for
1: real. I just was thinking at listening to their episode today because they were mm-hmm. talking about um, Mitt Romney's book and mm-hmm. that kind. Of, so you know the whole political landscape, and I was like. Okay, but they'll be there. That's right. (laughs) That's what helped me to, you know, navigate all of 2020 and just continues to be such a good resource. Okay, best meal.
0: Okay, the one I thought of this was a meal that Chris and I had while we were on our trip in Santa Fe, Mm -hmm. but this was takeout pizza in our hotel room while watching only murders in the building. I love it so much. This is the height of comfort and casual that is so absent from our day-to-day mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that kind of just casual comfortness that then when we do get to experience it, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Nobody's screaming. This is so
1: great. Nobody's dumping all the Parmesan cheese on this pizza. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So just really loved That's that. That's really
1: cute. Ours, similarly, it was like nothing special about the meal itself, but just the whole Ambiance. so we went on kind of our first like evening out date with the girls at home because we kind of done lunch or just run some errands but we're like okay they can stay home for an evening and we just went to this Italian restaurant in town and it was just like everything was so delicious you know when you like it was nothing special but it just everything was so satisfying and really hit the spot and the drinks were good and then it was like then we went to Costco. It wasn't even anything, you know, it. special. But it was just like just ugh, because just to can. be us for a minute. Yeah, yeah It was so nice. Oh,
0: I love that. Okay, your best purchase. Okay, I have a best purchase for me, and then one that's recent for right. the kids. All right, for me, this year I bought two pairs of new running shoes. But mm-hmm. I have to tell you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was due for a new pair of running shoes, but I love to wear wild colored running shoes. Love that. I am not. I'm. I'm like pretty like conservative in my dress. I'm not like Mm -hmm. really trendy. I don't wear super bright colors, but when it comes to running shoes, I feel like that's where I can just like shine. And I really enjoy that. Yeah. But I've had this idea for the past few years that like I can't find running shoes, honestly, that are wild enough. Mm -hmm. And what I've wanted to do is buy two different pairs of shoes and Mm -hmm. wear one shoe of each pair. I love this so much. And this year I gave myself the gift of that. So (laughs) I bought two pairs of shoes. One is like this bright, teal color Mm -hmm. the other one is like a neon orange love it and i wear one of each yes and it brings me so much joy and then
1: you're rotating your you know like when those wear out you can use the other well i have one pair
0: that's for orange theory okay the other pair is for high fitness okay so i feel like too they're probably wearing a little differently Mm -hmm. for the different workouts and so anyway it it. brings me a lot of happiness (laughs) um and then recently just recently for mave I bought her a new set of sand toys. I mean, nothing revolutionary, Mm -hmm. but we hadn't had sand toys in a while. Bought her this great little set. I will link to it in the show notes. And she is playing more independently at the park. Oh, It was sort of like that thing you just needed to help usher you into that next
1: stage. Love that. And it's amazing. Love that for you. Uh, Our best purchase was our Rivian. Our first oh, electric yeah. car. I love it so, so much. So exciting. I have multiple dads stopping me in parking lots while I'm waiting for kids or something. Wanting to talk. Wanting to talk about it. It feels very cool. I think I'm getting checked out, but then I'm not. My car is just getting checked out. <laughs> but it does it does make me feel very cool. And um, yeah, I, we just love it so much. It's our first electric car. It is everything it was promised to be and more. And it's so fun to drive. And I just love that I haven't thought about gas since like August. Yeah. So nice. So cool. hmm okay so last year we asked ourselves four questions that summed up the year and they are what made you laugh cry curse and think and i love this so much i think we're gonna do it every year so let's dive into these for 2023 what made you laugh i have two things that
0: stand out dash went to summer camp for the very first time this summer i took him i was very excited to have this experience with him and take him to summer camp I first took him to the wrong summer camp. (laughs) I arrived at the wrong summer camp. Sure did. (laughs) That's what happened. (laughs) It was just a comedy of errors. And Uh the way this even could have occurred is ridiculous. And it turned out fine. We weren't even like very late for camp drop off. But it was just ridiculous. And just this experience of looking back on it of like, Things aren't quite adding up and it just slowly dawning on me like we are at the (laughs) wrong camp. That was just ridiculous. (laughs) So that was great. That's a great story. The second thing that happened actually was also on our trip in Santa Fe. (laughs) Somehow Chris ended up removing the entire window in our hotel room. (laughs) So what happened? We had a fire in there, but it got a little smoky. I don't Uh think the vent was great. And so we opened the window a bit, but then it got stuck. So we're trying to get it unstuck. Uh And in that process, somehow Chris suddenly just just ended up with the whole window in his hand. And you know, it's probably like eight o'clock at night or something. It's like, what is going to happen? But kudos to my handy husband. He figured out how to get it all, all back right. in there. He fixed it on but his I own, just, huh? I took a photo and I was just cracking up. Like he's there holding this window and it's cold outside. Yeah. And it's just like, what Here's is this happening? cozy
1: fire? And then no yes. window. I love it. So mine, I went a different, I went a direction that was all like, Um, kind of media experiences for this year because I I noticed a theme. So what made me laugh is Heather McMahon. She is a comedian. I love her Instagram so much. We'll link to all her stuff. But she has a podcast, absolutely not, that I guffaw laugh at I still need to listen every to every single I week think you've
0: mentioned her before. every single
1: week she and I'm so proud of her she is our first comedy special out on Netflix I have right. just followed her for a while and so I've kind of seen the evolution of her career which is cool it's called the son I never had and it is hilarious and also very heartwarming she talks about her dad who passed away and mm-hmm. their relationship but in this funny irreverent like heartwarming way is just so good um, and then her, she's just like my favorite Instagram follow. I mean, okay. she'll just have ridiculous antics with her husband and her dogs <laughs> and like, you know, just hilarious every time. Oh, I need her in my life. Mm. I want to watch that special for sure. Okay. What
0: made you cry this year? Oh, uh, this is the war in Israel and Gaza yeah. for me. Yeah. That has been just horrific, um, I've honestly not engaged with a lot of the really specifics going on, just knowing that they're so horrific and mm-hmm. just kind of knowing where, I, I just for my own mental health, right. honestly, right. it's kind of a protection. But staying informed, listening to podcast discussions, mm-hmm. like I said, the Ezra Klein show has been great. Pantsuit Politics has been great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just hard, if not impossible... Uh, just to process the horror mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. to people who are just like us. These are moms, kids, people just trying to live and enjoy mm-hmm. their life. And then here we are sitting in comfort and privilege. And yeah, I it's just, hard to even get your head around. It is. Yeah, it is. So, so that um, just any time I've engaged with it has weighed um,
1: very heavy as, as it should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, I chose A Small Light on Disney Plus, which is a mini series about Meep Gese who is Otto Frank's secretary who hid Anne Frank's family mm. and other Jews during uh, in Amsterdam during World War II but it's kind of told through her perspective mm. and what her life was like and the danger she was putting herself in in this situation and the way she was trying to help and the whole Dutch resistance was working that her and her husband were very involved in and it was just so well done mm. it was so well done it made there was so much humanity in it there was so much um just these little moments of like how horrible the decisions that people have to make in those situations are and how there's no winning. There's Mm -hmm. only like the least amount of damage decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just, and I think with everything else going on currently in the world too, it's just, I find, I don't know if comfort is even the right word or just like, just, I'm just in awe of people's ability to survive Mm -hmm. and people's ability to do the right thing even in impossible situations and it gives me hope and so i feel like there's just a lot of hopeful i mean the story is obviously heartbreaking so there was that kind of crying but there was this hopeful message in that whole show about like how how huge of a difference one person can make and how that means everything to the people that they're helping and so Mm -hmm. i just was very very moved by that and loved that so much Mm. what made you curse oh boy
0: Toddlers, it doesn't take much
1: to make me so a lot of things. But <laughs> What
0: takes the cake for me? Toddlers who fight all the transitions. Oh, man. There are so many transitions in the morning and the evening <laughs> routine. You don't know how many until you have a toddler
1: who will push back at everyone. who fights you yeah. at
0: every single thing. Yep. And then also just the situations where Maeve is having a meltdown, even though I am trying to give her what she wants. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm what? not like being stubborn and saying no. Like, I am literally trying I to. I am end. saying yes yes, and somehow we still end up at this yeah. place. because
1: that- It's like understandable when you're like okay I put my foot down and I know there's going to be right. this pushback but I, I think this is important but when you're trying to give in yes, it's like <gasps> And
0: I think what will happen will be like yes I, I am ready to go to that park but then she also wants a snack and then she also wants to bring this and it just like she creates all these extra little mm-hmm things Mm -hmm. so sometimes she like
1: overwhelms herself probably yes
0: i think so and me of course (laughs) and just and just the the toddler meltdowns over just things like because the bath water is wet yeah you know like just i can't do anything about it and yet i'm having to witness right this right motion path water is wet that's such a great
1: that's a great synopsis of what it's like to
0: parent a toddler that is it mm-hmm. so that in uh, yeah
1: um under my breath in my head that has been what's making me <laughs> or via curse. text occasionally yes yeah mine is the shiny happy people documentary on prime video oh tell me Whew. this one hit too close to home it was very um It's all about the Duggar family and the whole fundamentalist evangelical movement. And then really got into how that shaped like kind of modern politics a little bit and how that's really more mainstream than we realize. Mm -hmm. And it was so triggering and so like, God, these people, these men, these like it was just I said a lot of swears, like it was kind of the behind the scenes. Jeremiah and I watched it. It was really good. But there was just a lot of like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? And so that just yeah definitely made me swear a lot what made you think and what did you learn from it well
0: this is kind of a big one and I think it's something I haven't talked about on the show but what made me think is that this spring Chris got a great job offer actually in Portland Oregon and we strongly considered Mm -hmm. moving so that was a really big experience. It made us think really hard about we what we love and what we don't love about living here. Ultimately, we decided to stay, and I think we made a great decision to stay. Mm-hmm. Me but, too. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, but I also don't think it would have been the wrong decision yeah. to move. Like yeah. each just comes with their own pros mm-hmm. and cons. But in thinking very hard about whether or not to move, we really just had to think so deeply. Just kind of examining yeah. everything and like our future here. It was actually like a hard but really cool experience to yeah. go through with Chris. Um, and I think in deciding to stay, we. Just learned or came to this even deeper appreciation about the things that we do enjoy about living Mm -hmm. here, and kind of like a perspective about okay, well, the things that we don't enjoy, you know, we're we're kind of even more clearly weighing that against all the good things, right? You know, and that kind of with a clear head, yeah, yeah, that kind of helps give you um, perspective. And I feel like personally, I found myself happier and more satisfied living here. Mm. I think
1: after having that opportunity Mm -hmm. to really think about that Mm -hmm. deeply so i think there's something about giving yourself the permission to to like consider not to be stuck right Mm -hmm. like i agree we could do this do we actually want to and Mm -hmm. and there's something really powerful just in that exercise in and of itself that's awesome um and i'm glad you're here still thank you (laughs) um okay mine is a book that you recommended which is untangled guiding teenage girls through the seven transitions into adulthood by lisa demore And I think this keeps coming back to me. I don't love parenting books, but this one I found super helpful. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, And I think that parenting in this new phase of tweens and soon to be teens, there's just so, I'm just doing so much thinking about what makes them tick, what is normal, what is, and I just think I needed some help with that. Like it's we talk so much about developmental milestones when our kids are little and then kind of put them by the wayside because it's like, oh, you're kind of a functioning human now you're developed, but they're so not. No. <laughs> and I think it's easy to forget and then get very frustrated. So I it's just been helping me think about that, thinking about how I can best show up as a mom. I think one of the biggest takeaways I had from that is that the push pull thing that happens with tweens and teens where like, They desperately need you, like cannot even remember to brush their teeth Mm -hmm. or where anything is or need a cuddle randomly versus like, I hate you. Everything Mm -hmm. you say is ridiculous. That that's normal. Gotcha. And that that inconsistency, although frustrating and like you don't know if you're coming or going some days, is just, it's not a problem to be solved. It's just what they're going through Mm -hmm. and we just need to stay consistent and stay calm and we don't have anything there's no work for us to do in that other than ride it out with them exactly and i tend to be someone who's like i see a problem i want to fix it right fix it and then you end up treating your child like a problem Mm -hmm. and so It was just really eye opening for me, like, oh, if they're not doing this actually, then something might be wrong. Right. They should be doing this. It's like, okay. I I really liked how she framed that in the book. Like, here's the range
0: of normal behavior. If they aren't or are doing these things, that's more for concern. And
1: that, like, a normal tween teen will sometimes look like a not healthy adult. Yes, exactly. And we that's so triggering to us because we're yes. like, you can't you're you're close to being an adult. You right. can't do that. You can't lie like that. You can't mm-hmm. but it's that's actually like a part of getting there. Mm-hmm. And that's a really challenging aspect of parenting, but it was helpful to have like a professional yes. guide through that. So I yes. recommend that book all the time. So as we do every year, let's re listen to our messages from our beginning of twenty twenty three year selves and see how our predictions and encouragement went throughout the year okay i'll bring it up (laughs) okay should i do mine first yeah okay
0: kelsey i can't wait to see what your year of abundance has brought you here's what i predict at the end of 2023 you've made lots of memories during family adventures big and small which are even easier now that you aren't changing diapers also you've grown creatively and dove into big exciting projects Plus, you've established a consistent income for yourself from your work. I am so proud of you. And speaking of finances, you embraced co-managing the household finances to great success. Finally, you leaned into all the good things in life in Gilbert, including continuing to beautify your house, made the best of the hot, hot summer, and greeted your 40th birthday, which is coming up at the end of the year, friends, feeling happy, beautiful, and more yourself than ever.
1: Aww. I love that past Kelsey that was a great message it was a great
0: message you and did those things the message about embracing Gilbert in our yeah. house like even more relevant when I you didn't know that, message, that was I going to be didn't know up that for that consideration was happen. that's cool no
1: I didn't it's cool how things that you speak into the universe end up yes you know taking hold sometimes even unintentionally oh that
0: was lovely
1: okay let me bring yours up Erica 2023 has been all about tending to the things that matter to you with love, gentleness, and intention. You've prioritized relationships by spending more one on one time with your family and friends. You're tending to yourself in your house in really nurturing ways that mostly just help you feel like yourself. You've followed through with small, consistent steps in ways that have made a big difference in your health, relationships, and work. And even though you definitely defaulted back to some all or nothing thinking at times, you gently reminded yourself that big things happen with a little care and pruning over time. Oh, I did that. Good. Look at that. Even though I forgot my word for a minute. (laughs) You did it anyway. I did it anyways. Yeah. I think that's the power too of like picking a word that you're kind of already, that's kind of already showing up as a theme for you. It's like you're already kind of moving in that direction and then you can kind of keep up. Go with that. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we will be back with some goals and intentions after the new year. We're going to give ourselves a few weeks for sure, Um, but we will have a a fun episode for you in between there too. But I think that's it for the wrap-up of 2023, which is crazy. Yes. But what are you obsessed with besides ending this year on a good note? Yeah, I am obsessed with our new record player, which is sitting here
0: on Mm -hmm. a shelf in our front room. I have been wanting one for quite a while. I grew up listening to my dad's final mm-hmm. records and just have always appreciated just that sound and, you know, all all of that. And so, yeah, this was an early birthday present to myself. I love that. Uh, it looks great. I will link to the one we got. It's the
1: One by One brand. Okay. I just read an interesting tidbit from the music industry that for the first time ever vinyl sales have outpaced CD sales because Whoa. now people are going back to that's right vinyl and for like yeah. a, you know, and a hard copy so interesting yeah mm-hmm. we
0: went to a used record store like a new and used record store mm-hmm. to pick up some records and I was surprised at just that there
1: were a handful of people in there yeah yeah it's making a comeback yeah okay I have a little show and share for mine all right I too bought myself a birthday present this is a you got to try this okay can't wait to see. What it looks like a spaceship. <laughs> it looks like a looks like a cute little spaceship with feet. Okay, this is the Comfier brand electric cordless hair and scalp massager, and it feels, it's as close as you can get to someone like washing your hair. Oh my god! Without it, so I mean, you just okay put it there and press and it will it feels and you just move it around so it doesn't tangle it's okay. so good i'm gonna
0: so take just my press hair the little down button on top it really does look like cute little feet swirling know, it's around cute.
1: do you hear it friends okay hold on now i can't figure out how to stop okay, it just let me put it on my there head you go put it on your head okay do i just press this button yeah okay oh that's nice i mean it's like goosebumps right away yeah and i will get a lot of like my, a lot of times my headaches will start like at the back of my head and yeah. just like doing that. Or when you take your hair down, you know, and you yes. can really, isn't that lovely?
0: Oh, and it doesn't get my hair all tangled in it. It really Somehow. doesn't. That's magic. I know. I feel like my kid. do you do this to your kids? I feel like my kids would love it. I
1: just got it today. So I haven't yet. I haven't shared with them yet, but.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing. How did I didn't you, either. How I did saw, you hear about that? Uh,
1: oh, an influencer got me. I did sure did click. Okay. I can't turn <laughs> no, it I off. No, I can't turn it the off. The little feet are going. Just let it walk across the table. <laughs> okay, you got to hold it to turn it off. Note Ooh. to self. But yeah, I just got this and it came in a pack with, there was like bundle deal with one of those, um, like Shiatsu mas- shiatsu massagers that you like hang on to also to like press up against your back. Do you know I what I'm talking no about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm trying to picture how this is even hold. done. You're hanging and shi- pressing. No, you- What's <laughs> your back hanging? I'm going to find a picture <laughs> to show you. <laughs> You have to have You're being held up by the towel. No, no. What's happening? Just 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 hold on. Well, that was lovely. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is like coming on every trip with me from now. Like like this situation. So you're you're kind of pushing the shiatsu knobs into your back by pulling it in front of you. It's like on a big band kind of. Gotcha. Almost like a very elongated neck pillow. That yes, is long
0: enough that you have handles like yeah. hanging down, so in you can kind of you. put it where you need it on your
1: back. Gotcha. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm just. I. It was in a bundle for like fifty bucks for both of them, and I was like, "Happy, happy, birthday, happy to birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! Indeed. Yep.
0: There we All go. Right. That's well I love I'm it. Thinking. Had no idea those were things, and now I do. I'm glad to know. <laughs>
1: Okay. I think that is it. Happy new year to you coming up soon yes. here. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us in between episodes as always on Instagram. We will link to everything in our show notes or on our website at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
0: By Ruta. Sepidus. Uh-huh. cepitus, right? I By think that's what it is. I sometimes, well, two things. Sometimes I have a vague idea of what I said in my message from the previous year, and I have no idea. I have none, zero. I barely remember my word. I might be remembering a like a word from <laughs> last year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to find out about that. Yeah. And then also the fact that. Like I can't believe it's the end of the year. I that's blowing my mind. It feels like it was not that long ago. Yeah, I edited our 2023 mm-hmm. intro. Don't remember my message, but I already like pre saved our little messages for myself so that when we did this episode nice. today, look at you from 12 months ago. I could Pass just like Kelsey
1: high fiving you. Boom. She's just so good at giving she you high really fives. Is.
0: So I just <laughs> really enjoyed that today. It's Like, <laughs> that's thank lovely. you.
1: Today is <laughs> already with the ad libs. My word was 10, right?
0: I, well, <laughs> we might need to consult the archives.
1: I'm pretty sure it was, but. Honestly, I, that
0: doesn't ring any bells for me.
1: Um, I, it's not ringing a ton for me. I'm pretty sure it was.